Welcome back to the TCP, where I try to remember how to count, and we're going to talk about Cousin Krusty. Now, uh, we're probably going to elaborate more about Cousin Krusty, which we've probably kind of touched on a few times. Uh, see how Cousin Krusty has a, a t strange, tenuous, familiar relationship with Dennis. So we'll get more into that. Uh, this is going to focus more on uh, when... When uh, he, uh, Beardsy, and I were in uni together, we were in the same class, uh, and, oh boy, I'm just trying to click our thought, because there's a whole bunch of things. So I guess we'll start off with, uh, Cousin Krusty hates Rihanna. Anytime a Rihanna song comes up, uh, not so much nowadays, but, uh, like, years back, as soon as he heard, like, a chord or some lyrics, he's like, fuck Rihanna! And I seriously mean, fuck Rihanna. That's the emphasis Cousin Krusty put on it. Uh, Cousin Krusty grew up uh, outside of Edmonton, not in a community not too far by, too uh, far from it. And, uh, it, you know, there's a general stereotype that, you know, folks who grew up in rural areas are a bit more conservative. But not, not Cousin Krusty. Like, uh, you know, to the high school we went with, there was a black kid, uh... Which is very rare, like, in Alberta. Not so much now, but, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And especially in, you know, rural communities. And I... I'm just trying to remember the story he told me. He, uh, you know, he saw the, the kid getting picked on. So I think he got into a fight and he beat the shit out of some guys to leave this kid alone. Um, Cousin Krusty, as... Uh, that's not the only time he is reverted to violence in, you know, dealing with things. He was telling us one time he was playing intramural uh, basketball and, you know, his team was getting lit up and especially by this one guy in the opposite team. You know, he just kept, you know, putting in layup after layup and, you know, he's intramural or whatever. It was, you know, it's for fun, right? And this guy is being, you know, really try hard. And so Cousin Krusty got a little salty and he warned the guy. It's like, look, yeah, you guys are right up by, like, I don't know, a bazillion points. You do this again, right? I'm laying you out, right? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And so, you know, the next play, the guy has a semi-fast break, but Cousin Krusty catches up to him, right? And got above him and laid an elbow right into the top of his fucking head and laid this guy out, right? And, you know, the guy didn't get knocked out, but he was mad, right? Especially when the ref didn't call call a foul, right, on a very obvious play. That would be, um, uh, shit, what's the terminology? Anyways, Cousin Krusty should have been tossed from the fucking game, but he didn't. And, you know, the ref here told the guy who got laid out, said, well, he, he warned you, <laughs> right? And it's like, <laughs> when Krusty told me and Beardsley this, it's like, we were just like, how the fuck did you get away with this? Right? Uh, yeah. And, oh, and also another thing, uh, you know, in rural areas, you know, you assume, like, people who grew up in rural areas like horses. Cousin Krusty despises horses. You know, fucking finds them worthless and useless. And, and again, me and Beers are, like, confused, because, you know, we both, you know, we're both, you know, non-Caucasian, we both grew up in the city, so we're, like, yeah, you know, this is just blowing our minds, you know. Um, yeah, because 
yeah, so you know, so he just for whatever reason he hates he hates horses, and you told his uh, his partner. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the proper term, so Dennis doesn't give me shit for this thing. He can give me shit for a lot of things, as most people can. But you know, she was confused by this, and uh, and apparently, um, you know, they, Krusty and his partner have been together for a while. You know, they they have a son, uh, you know, Mars the Martian, um, and you know. I guess Krusty's never brought up a number of these stories he's told, you know, over the years. So I've been telling uh, his partner this, right? And she's been floored. And, you know, like, there's another time I, he was at his cousin's farm, his aunt and uncle, and they had this old barn, and it was about to, you know, it hadn't been taken care of, it was about to collapse. So they would actually, like, uh, drive golf balls, take golf balls and whack them to the side to see if they could knock it over. So, I don't think they did, but yeah. Uh, and there was another time, uh, I think I mentioned a time when we went to Vegas together, and uh, Christy uh, emphatically told the subway artist that I could not have white cheese because I wasn't white. Uh, <laughs> and we had a, a test for a course at university, and we could bring our own... Uh, um, you know, formula sheet. So most people just kind of scribble down formulas on, you know, one side, right? Big font, whatever. Because then Krusty wrote in, like, six-point font, right? Like, literally, like, you know, the paper was almost black from all the ink in, or lead or whatever he used. Right? Because he didn't just write that in the equation. He wrote down, like, fucking example questions so he could ace this test. <laughs> right? Uh, and the only reason I remember this is because you know, Beardsley, as usual, he, you know, he, he had it, uh, you know, he kind of had prepared, but wasn't, right? So he said, hey, let me see your sheet, right? He said, what the fuck is this, right? And I looked over, and it's like, you know, fucking four-point font. It's like, how the hell are you supposed to read this? But, uh, you know, Beardsley got uh, Cousin Krusty uh, at various points. Um, so, uh We'll talk about a little about uh, how Beardsley gets got you know, things his way at, at times. Uh, yeah, it, it, everything balances out the universe, but sometimes there's a remark because I was with them for this. Um, that, uh, excuse, you know, excuse for this little detour. It's it, it's worth. It. So normally, you know, when you register for university, you register for your classes, right? And you know, you can't do it yourself. Um, and uh, you know, when when me and Beardsley and Krusty were in uni, like you you're doing it by phone, right? And you had to pump in all these codes, you had this gigantic book for all the courses and shit. And uh, before, I've, I've been told, you used to, have to run around to all the pros and all the different buildings, right? And it, you get really fucked sometimes if, you know, class filled up and then you had to redo your schedule and then rerun to all the different pros and stuff. And now they can do it by computer, which is much easier because it automatically tells you when class is full. Well, Beardsley never bothered any of this shit. I was with them when we went to the faculty office, right? And, you know, the the older admin, you know, she admonished him, you know, not, you know, she didn't berate him. She admonished him. It's like, oh, why didn't you do this? You should have done this. And it's like, but it's just like, ah, I ran out of time. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing a, a shrug right now. You can't hear a shrug, but, you know, that's what, that's what he did. I figured, right? It's like, don't worry. You know, like, you know, what class are you registering for? 
So the class we had to register for, I think it was like something with uh, something to do with like you know engineering profession or whatever. It's like prep class, you know, for getting out to the real world, right? And you know, so the ladies, you know, looking into registering beards, and said, "Oh, the class is full, but don't worry, you know, we'll get you in." So she registers Beardsley. Now, because the class was the class was full because the original room they picked, right, only had a certain seating size. So because Beardsley was registered, they actually had to move across campus uh, to a different building to fit everyone in, right? And uh, so just back to Beardsley. So she didn't just register Beardsley for that class. She registered him for the entire fucking semester, every single class he needed. You know, by this point, I think it was like our fourth or fourth year, maybe in our, it doesn't matter. Like we, you know, we don't, you know, we're not under, uh, you know, first year classes. So there's like, you know, a very set path, very set number of classes we had to take, right? Very limited. And she registered all for him. So just going back to the class, you know, which had to get moved because Beardsley registered. But Cousin Krusty found out he was fucking livid because where the class originally had been, it was a five-minute walk from where he was living. He just lived, like, in a shitty little uh, basement. Uh, very unsafe, because uh, I visited him here, there one time, right? And, like, the lady had put in, like, kind of, um, not proper flooring, but, you know, flooring to cover the concrete. But the basement had never been dug deep enough for it. Like, I had to hunch, like, walking on this floor, because, like, my head was two inches still Hunched over two inches from the ceiling, right? But Cousin Krusty lived five minutes from the original class. And when he found out, he was fucking livid because now he had to, like, take a 15-minute walk. You know, actually, I had to get up and like, change, shower and shit, you know, to go to class. Because this was an 8 a.m. class, right? So he, like, his plan had been, like, you know, he'd get up at 7.50 and just kind of roll over in his pajamas, you know, and go home. Because I think he had a break after. But no. Now he has to, you know, get up and get ready and shit for that, right? And go to this class, right? And I think he's, uh, I'm going to paraphrase because, you know, this is fucking 20 years ago. And he said, you know, who the fuck, you know, got this class food, right? And he's just like, you raised that? Yep. He's <laughs> like, yeah, uh, uh, I don't know exactly what Cousin Krusty uttered, but I'm pretty sure it was rude, uh, discriminatory. And yeah, we're just, just, Use your imagination. And the best part is, because when Beardsley found out the class was eight, it's like, fuck that, right? And he dropped the class. No one else dropped it, just him. So really, the class didn't have to be moved in the end. But Cousin Krusty got fucked anyways. The side note to that whole story is that the lady working in the registrar's office uh, was most likely my mother. Uh, and Nadir was just taking advantage of the fact that uh, he had an in at the registrar's office. Yeah, you had some good times. Uh, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> another... Um, so, for Beersley's bachelor party, you know, we kind of went out to Panorama. We uh, golfed there. Uh, Wolf Ridge, I think, is the golf course. I got a really nice hat from there. Because I was a genius and then bringing hats. So I, like, you know, bought one of their overpriced hats. But this actually ended up really nice. Because, and, um, you know, it's funny because uh, my family doc, uh, you know, I, I was wearing it when, you know, an appointment one time. He's like, oh, 
Oh, it has this gulf there. She tells me, I'm like, yeah, it's an awesome place, right? With the, this, the island, um, island in quotation uh, hole, right? Because it's like a, like, it looks over a valley. So there's a little spit of land where they put a green, you know, par three. And yeah, we lost, I think, like amongst all of us, like two dozen, two dozen golf balls into that valley, right? Anyways, so, you know, Cousin Krusty drove me out there, right? And, you know, we had a pretty good time. Uh, there are no strippers, right? Panorama is very small in the summer. Uh, and, like, I think at this point... Yeah, because this, this is before Krusty met his partner at Beardsley's wedding. And, and Beardsley called it. He called it six months before it, right? Um, this is for the record, because sometimes his wife uh, disagrees with him and says she, she figured out, it's like, and because Beardsley emphatically says, no, I figured it out. And I'm backing Beardsley up on this. Any case, so, uh, you know, Krusty was going through, you know, trying to, you know, the figuring out stage post-divorce, right? I'm, I kind of live in that now. And he was trying to, you know, hit on the server at the breakfast place, right? And, you know, she kept shutting him down because he's trying to get her to come out and, you know, drink and party with us. But she said, no, no, no. And, uh, you know, I think... I'm going to assume Cousin Krusty tried about like half a dozen times. He got shut down so many times. And, um, yeah, we're all kind of giggling at this, right? I can't really giggle at this. Uh, I'm still married at the time, so. I still wouldn't have been able to pick her up anyways. I have no game. I'm negative game, right? I'll explain that in the divorce episode. That one will actually be, probably be better than the Strathmore episode. <sighs> For both ridiculousness and levels of John's stupidity. Anyways, so we you know, we finish our breakfast, you know, girls cleaned up, and, you know, we're, it, you know those one of those natural pauses where just conversation just dies down, so we're all kind of quiet. And she asks, you know, like, is there anything else we can get for you? You know, I'm just kind of, we're just kind of like hanging out and, you know, I kind of pop up Dean's dignity. <laughs> Silence over. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah got that one in on cousin crusty and um yeah well so just going back to university i like with every episode of this i'm always scattered right uh i blame the adhd it's it's easy to blame that really is just me i i'm just fucking all over the place uh but back in university <laughs> oh shit Sorry, sorry, Dennis, I got that out. Uh, Beardsley. <laughs> I came up with names, because he couldn't remember names of like, our classmates, right? Because he didn't care, right? So he would come up with just kind of random names uh, for people. And just assign, like, random girls in our class to be our wives, quote-unquote, right? Um, Krusty's wife had a hunch, uh, just like uh, Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. I can't remember what else name, uh, what her actual name was. But, yeah, uh, that was Chris, uh, Cousin Krusty's class wife. Mine was Pasty Gangsta. Uh, there's a, and uh, there's another classmate called her Penguin, um, wobbled a little bit. That's, you know, I found that, I was like, okay, I, and I think Beardsley never dropped it in front of her, thankfully. I, she went on, a, I think, a date or two uh, with her after university and I don't know what I did like because I think I crashed her place after drinking session and like 
I just crashed her sofa. And I don't know if she took that as like I wasn't interested. I, I still have no idea to this day. Because we got along really well. Uh, she said she ended up marrying some guy, uh, has a couple kids. Um, when I snipped on her Facebook a few years ago, uh, I don't do that now. I try not to. Uh, but you're going to think I'm a freaking weirdo anyways, but I can't deny. Anyways, she's up in uh, in Grand Prairie in uh, Paradise Island. I wonder if uh, she's running to my ex up there. I never know. Anyways, I'm just kind of going on. But just uh, one last story with Cousin Krusty that so this is more like just the three of us so I, like we had to do presentations like we had to do mock debate and i got uh up until after i uh took adult courses for being a supervisor i was terrible i got really nervous i would pace and before a presentation and stuff right i realized now that's my adhd kicking in uh as well as anxiety <laughs> right control it better now i promise you're not gonna believe me what so whatever Anyways, um, you know, the other side, you know, we were, I think, arguing for, for and against the dam. I was arguing, arguing the, for the indigenous people side, right? So the ones, the other side, uh, in our former classmates, you know, got theirs done. Then I got up and I said, uh, you know, I started, you know, rebutting some of their points, right? And going off script, so I said, this is despicable, right? So we're going to pan the camera up to where Krusty and Beardsley are in the back. And Beardsley is half asleep. And, you know, he, he heard me yell, right? And he he looked over to Cousin Krusty. It's like, wait, did he just yell despicable? And Cousin Krusty was, I'm going to, I don't know if he actually did this, but I'm putting it in. He gleefully wrote the sentence like, yeah, this is going to get good. And I think I just started yelling for the next 10 minutes about how the dad was bullshit and trespass on tribal lands and there was a proper consultation, blah, blah, blah. But there'll be more about Cousin Krusty. Uh, you know, we'll check in with uh, with uh, Dennis on this and, and Beardsley as well. But um, sorry, I'm going to cut it off now because I'm just going to go uh, uh, for the next 20 minutes otherwise. Thank you for listening. It is the end of July. I'm still unemployed bum. Uh, I hope you got something out of this. Catch you in the next one.